1: Welcome to the radio broadcast ministry of Kettering Baptist Church, where we minister in the spirit of excellence under the leadership of our anointed senior pastor, Buchus Sterling III. Please stay tuned at the end of this broadcast for information on how to obtain a copy of today's message in its entirety. And now, Pastor
0: Sterling. I want to invite our attention on this morning to Genesis chapter 37, beginning at verse 5. The word of the Lord reads as follows. Now, Joseph had a dream and he told it to his brothers and they hated him even more. So he said to them, please hear this dream, which I have dreamed. There we were binding sheaves in the field. Then behold, my sheath arose and also stood upright. And indeed, your sheaves stood all around and bowed down to my sheaf. And his brothers said to him, shall you indeed reign over us? Or shall you indeed have dominion over us? So they hated him even more for his dreams and for his words. Then he dreamed still another dream and told it to his brothers and said, look, I have dreamed another dream. And this time the sun, the moon and the 11 stars bowed down to me. And so he told it to his father and his brothers and his father rebuked him and said to him, what is this dream? That you have dreamed shall your mother and I and your brothers indeed come to bow down to the earth before you and his brothers envied him, but his father kept the matter in mind. Amen. Amen. We began a series of messages and preached from the subject matter driven by destiny. As we looked in Genesis chapter 32 and spoke from this subject matter, we looked at the life of Jacob as Jacob wrestled with the man of God And ultimately, declared, I'm not letting go until you bless me. But we discovered a few things about people who are driven by destiny. First of all, when you're driven by destiny, your past struggles cannot hold you hostage to where you're going. And let me back up a moment and define destiny. When we talk about destiny in the context of our preaching, what we've been actually referring to is that place that inevitably you will get to. That place that God has said, I have assigned, and this is where you're going to end up. Doesn't matter where you are or where you've been, but this is the destiny that God has for you. And so when you're driven by that destiny, when you're living to fulfill what God has said about you and of you, and where you're destined and inevitably going to achieve and accomplish, your past struggles cannot hold you hostage, nor can your current struggles cause you to give up. Your current struggles, no matter what you're going through right now, you're not going to quit on getting to where you're going when you're driven by destiny. You can be driven by a whole lot of other things, but when destiny drives you, even when you fail, you're going to get up and keep pressing on. And then thirdly, we also discovered that your struggles will lead you to fulfill your destiny. In other words, when God sets a divine destiny in our life, it's not without struggle. In other words, just because I'm going through struggle doesn't mean that I'm still not going to accomplish where God said I'm going to be. The struggle is going to help me get to my destiny and be ready when I get there. I know we don't like to go through no struggles, but I want you to understand your struggle is a part of your destiny. And when you get to your destiny without the struggle, you're not prepared when you get there. But the struggle getting there is going to help you be powerful when you get there. On this morning, I want to continue looking at this theme, Driven by Destiny, and we look here in Genesis chapter 37, and we've now moved from the life of Jacob to the life of Joseph, his son. Joseph is the first son born to Jacob and Rachel, and that son became Jacob's favorite boy. As we kind of look into this whole idea of driven by destiny, we've learned and gleaned some things about destiny and going to pick up a few more out of this text today because I'm trying to focus on the destiny God has for us because we've got... A lot of other things that drive us in life. We talked about some who are driven by money. Your drive in life is to get paid. Everything you do is all about money. It has nothing to do with the people. has nothing to do with your like or dislike. You'll take a job you don't even like just to get the money because money's good. And some of you spent many years on that job because the money was good, but you don't even enjoy the job. There's others that are driven by excellence. You like things to be done well and excellent. Everything you do, you are driven to make sure it's done perfect. There are some folk that are just driven by attention. You like to be the center of attention. You like to be the one that everybody's looking at. You like to be the one that's always fresh. You want people to tell you how good you look and how, you know, nice your matchup is. And there are some that are driven by power. You like to be in control. You've got to hold the range. You got to set at the top and all the time. Then there are some that's driven by knowledge. You just always got to know. Sometimes it starts off good because you, it's an educated knowledge. But then after that, because you're driven by knowledge, it's any kind of knowledge. And then you become nosy because you want to know everything. And you know, so we're driven by all kinds of things in the natural sense. But in the spiritual sense, I believe that God has set certain destinies for us. And if we are prudent, we would allow those destinies to drive us in life. And if we are driven by those destinies, not only will we fulfill what God has for us, but it'll save us from going down some roads that we don't need to go down. Some of us are traveling down some roads and some side streets that we really shouldn't be on because we're not driven by God's destiny. We're driven by our own. Our own thing is driving us and we're doing it our way. And guess what? You're going to go through some rough patches and some places and some turmoils that you don't really need to go through because you're going your own way. But now in this particular text, what we're going to get a chance to see is God is going to reveal to Joseph what destiny he has for him. And Joseph then, therefore, is going to reveal to his brothers and his father what destiny God has for him. And I want to kind of glean from that and see if we can talk on this morning from the subject matter, the revealing of destiny. I think in this process of the revealing of destiny, we need to be forewarned about a few things. Now, I do believe, even as God does in this text, he's going to reveal through the dreams to Joseph what it is and where it is. He's going to take him, what's going to happen in his life. And I believe that God still reveals to us what his plan is for our life. Now, herein lies the problem. Oftentimes, when God reveals what it is he has for us, we, first of all, don't understand what he's saying. Because we're busy people and we don't really take a lot of time, one, to listen anyway. And so when we hear it, it's like, huh, what was that? And we keep on going. Two, I think a lot of times we don't believe it could possibly be for us. There's no way, God, that what you just showed me that that could be for me. So we don't believe it. And so therefore, we don't begin to function and move or be driven towards it. And then thirdly, there are those who understand it. They got it. They understood exactly what God said, where the destiny is, what they're supposed to be doing. But they have decided, I'm not going to do it. God said, this is what I'm doing in your life. I'm going to call you to preach. You're going to be this. You're going to be a pastor. You're going to be a teacher. You're going to be a this. You're going to be a that. And you say, oh, no, Uh uh-uh, not me. I'm not doing that. And so you're on the run from The destiny that God said he's going to have for you. Verse five says Joseph had a dream and he told it to his brothers and they hated him even more. Now, the first movement of this text is that in the revealing of destiny, nobody wants to hear it, especially when they already hate you. When we come to this part of verse number five, the text already told us his brothers didn't like him. And then God spoke to him in a dream, and he goes to his brothers who already don't like him, who are already jealous of him because he's parading around in a coat of many colors that they don't have. They don't want to hear what Joseph has to say, and people are not going to want to hear your destiny that has been revealed to you when they already don't like you. When they're already jealous that you've got a job that they wish they had. They don't want to hear it when you tell them, God has revealed to me, I'm going to be the manager of this department. They don't want to hear your aspirations that you're going to do better than they are. There are some people in our lives that really don't want to see us do better. Some of them are kin to you as these are akin to him. Now they're fine with you as long as we're struggling together. Praise the Lord. We on food stamps together. But when you start working, you got a job, get a promotion, look like you beginning to pull things together. There are some people that are not happy and they don't want to hear that God is going to bless you or has declared to you that he has even better plans for your life. Nobody wants to hear it, and so they don't want to hear Joseph's plan. But look at verse number six. Joseph, he said to them, please hear this dream, which I have dreamed. Joseph goes back to them. They already hate him. We hate you, man. Leave us alone. We don't want to hear your stuff. You already pranced around with that coat of many colors, and you dance favor. We don't want to hear. And he says, please hear my dream. And I pondered that and I meditated and I wonder why do you want them to hear it so badly, Joseph? And I come to the conclusion that Joseph wants them to hear the destiny that God has for him because his destiny is going to be a blessing to them. Yeah. Sometimes you gotta tell people where you're going because where you're going is gonna be a blessing to them. Yeah. And when you get there, God gets the glory. Because you know as well as they know, ain't no way you're supposed to get there. But when you get there, you can say, I told you, God told me I was going to get here. He doesn't say it this way, but this is really what's happening. Joseph is saying, my destiny is getting ready to bless all of us. And so he tells them anyway. He, he forces them to listen. He presses them. Please hear the dream. They don't want to hear it, though. They, they don't have any no parts of it. In fact, Joseph was telling on them anyway. They wasn't doing what they were supposed to do He ran back, told it, father He was tattletale. And so they really didn't like him anyhow. And so now you're telling us about your dreams, and we don't want to hear it. So I just want to warn you, in the revealing of your destiny, some people are not going to want to hear it. Secondly, verse number eight says, And his brother said to him, Shall you indeed reign over us? Here's second movement text. Not only do they not want to hear it, they're not going to believe it. People that you tell your destiny to that God has revealed to you, they don't want to hear that you're getting ready to do better. And they're not going to believe that you're going to do better. His brothers ask this question because they don't believe it. Are you going to reign over us? Here's their pretense for saying that. You're the 11th son. In Jewish tradition, it's the first who has all the rights and who has all the privileges. You're 11th. you way down the road. Are you going to rule over us? No, that's not going to happen. Because you don't qualify to rule over us. The dream you just had, the vision you just had, the disclosure you just gave about your destiny that you want to sit there and tell us about, we don't believe it because you're not qualified to reach it. You probably heard this too. You're not qualified. You're not smart enough. You're not tall enough you're not wise enough you're not rich enough you're not whatever enough and they've told you that too how many folk in here been told you not enough if you haven't been told that yet keep on living because eventually somebody's gonna tell you you ain't enough and when they tell you you're not enough let them know you're right i'm not enough but he is And what's getting ready to happen in me, this destiny that I'm on, it's not because of me. It's because of him. And he's enough to get me there. You got to let folk know how you're going to come into what you're coming into. And so Joseph is told, man, you're not enough. You're 11th child. You're far down the road. And it's not going to happen. And they ask these questions, two questions they ask. They say, are you going to rule over us? Are you going to have dominion over us? So they hated him even more. And they hated him for his dreams and they hated him for the words that he spoke. When you begin to tell people about the destiny that God has for you and what God is bringing you into, they're going to hate you even more, not just for what you said, but they're going to hate you for the dream itself. Here's the key. When they hate you because of the dream, it's not that they're really hating you, they're hating the one that sent the dream. So in other words, God gave you the vision. God gave you the dream. So it's God they hate. So they're hating God for blessing you. But you need to tell them, don't hate God for blessing me. Because when God blesses me, he's going to bless you. Because my favor becomes your favor. Yeah. When I get promoted, I'm going to be able to help you. When I get in a better position, I'll be able to bless you. But you hating on me because God is blessing me. What you need to do is be praying for me. I'm trying to help us because the enemy is going to use folk that are close around you, sometimes even your own family, to tell you, I don't believe. I don't believe that God's going to do it in you. They're upset with the dream and they're upset with the words of the dream. But in reality, they're upset with God who sent the dream to tell Joseph that this is the destiny that I have for you. So I need us to hold on to this idea that as I reveal my destiny, one, nobody may not want to hear it. But two, nobody may even believe it. But here's the key. It's not important for other people to believe it. You need to believe it. Stay here with me. If nobody else believes what God said, you believe it. Because here it is, God is not like man, he doesn't tell lies. And he doesn't play these tricks on us to tell us one thing and send us somewhere else. And I know you can't see it yourself, but if you could see it yourself, it wouldn't be a divine destiny. If you could tell people about where you're going and they can believe it so easily, maybe it ain't God that's sending you there. If people can look at your life and say, yeah, I can see all the little pieces. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you say you end up being a, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, you good. You good at math and, and I can see you being a mathematician and all of that. I can understand that. But when they can't see it, when you failed math, when you haven't made it out of algebra two, trig analysis, when algebra without the trig got you. And you say, God has shown me I'm going to be in a position where mathematics is going to be my whole life cycle. That's going to take God. Now it takes believing God, not believing you. That's when we know it's God that's doing it. When it's hard to believe. But don't be discouraged because the people don't want to hear it. Don't be discouraged because the people don't believe it. You have to believe it and keep walking and keep being driven to it. Keep pressing on. Keep moving forward. Here's the last one. Verse number 9 through 11 picks up. And he says, then he, he dreamed still another dream and told it to his brothers and said, look, I have dreamed another dream. <sighs> we don't want to hear none more of your dreams. We didn't believe your first dream. I don't want to hear about your second dream. Matter of fact, Joseph, we don't really like you. We hate you. And you keep dreaming these dreams. And he dreamed still another dream. And he went to his brothers that hated him. And I know he got to know that they hate him by now. They, he has to have picked up on that unless he's a little slow. So he says to them, look, I have dreamed another dream. And this time the sun, the moon, and the 11 stars bowed down to me. Joseph, we, we don't like you, dude. And now you're telling us that the sun and the moon Sun, Moon, that's Mama, Daddy. And all 11, that's all of us. We all bow down to you, Joseph. We don't want to hear your dream, Joseph. We don't believe in your dreams, Joseph. But thirdly, watch this. Nobody wants to accept his dream. He told to his father and his brothers, verse number 10, and his father rebuked him and said to them, what is this dream that you have dreamed? Shall me and your mother and your brothers all bow down before you. And his brothers envied him. But his father kept the matter in mind. They don't want to accept that what he just told them is even going to come to pass. They don't want to accept it. First of all, we don't want to hear it because we hate you, man. And secondly, we don't believe it because you're not qualified. Who do you think you are? You're the 11th child all the way down the pedestal. You're not qualified. You're not qualified to lead over us, reign over us. That's not going to happen, Joseph. Now you had another dream. But here it is. What God is doing, God is clarifying for Joseph what he's going to do. And how the favor that is being put on Joseph is going to be beneficial to the whole family. All they focus on is the bow down part. What they don't realize is that God says I'm going to raise him up. In the midst of you so that he could be beneficial to you. They don't see that part. See, because people only want to see the part that's going to make them mad because they already was mad. They're already upset. They already don't like him. They already hate him. They already don't believe him. Don't want to hear about him. Now he comes back and says, I had another dream. Y'all need to hear this one. Mama and daddy and y'all going to bow down to me. That's basically what he said because it didn't take a genius to figure out what he was saying in the dream, what the dream meant. And you didn't need an interpreter. Daniel didn't have to show up for this one. Anybody could tell you what this meant. So he tells them the dream. Now he's the favorite. And his father rebukes him. Now you know you're in trouble when the one who favors you rebukes you. But I need to help y'all right here because even if the one who favors you rebukes you don't let that stop you because of all the people of the text who should have understood that this is possible. It should have been his father Jacob because Jacob was also the youngest son and God had prophesied that I'm going to call you Jacob to rule over your brother who's older than you. So watch this. Sometimes the people who have already received the greatest blessing and seen the most awesome things of God work in their own life they won't believe it for your life but don't stop being driven by the destiny because people who are spiritual or people who are favored in your life have turned and told you i don't believe it for you well how come you can't believe it for me when it happened to you but listen to me sometimes it happens this way sometimes we go to the person that we think should be the one that will understand. Should be the one that would accept our dreams. Should be the one that accepts the vision that God has given us. And they don't even accept it. But here's the deal. God's not concerned about them accepting it. He's concerned about you accepting it. And so you've got to keep pressing on and being driven by the destiny that God has shown you. Because ultimately where you're going is going to bless other people. When you get to where God has taken you. God's gonna use that to bless so many others and in this case God's gonna use the destiny of Joseph to bless his brothers and his father and his family to keep them alive ultimately that's what he's gonna do his brothers now they envy him first they hated him then they hated him more then they hated him even more and then the text says then they envied him why do they envy him because now Joseph you're not just talking the vision you're starting to believe the vision and you're starting to walk in the vision and when you start walking in the vision that God has for you even though folks don't want to hear it even though folks don't want to believe it even though folks don't want to accept it but you begin to walk and act like you really do believe it they're going to envy you because they're going to get jealous that look at what she's doing look at what he's doing he acts like he really believes he's going to rule over us and so they begin to become envious because now it's really growing up in you into reality And listen to me, when you start living and being driven by the destiny God has for you, folk around you are going to begin to envy you because even though you're still living in the ghetto, you're acting like you're living there on Wall Street. Even though you're still poor, you're living and acting like you're rich. And I'm not talking about getting in debt either. I'm talking about you got an attitude like you already mentally have prepared yourself to be at a different place. And then people begin to envy you because you're no longer doing what we do. Now, even though his father rebukes him, but his father does something else. The text says, verse number 11, his father kept the matter in mind. His father didn't completely dismiss it. He kept the matter in mind. He pondered the issue. Like, in essence, maybe what this boy is saying has some validity to it. It reminds me of Jesus' mother. Her name was Mary. And the Bible says even though she heard what the angel of the Lord said, she couldn't believe it, she didn't want to receive it, but she held it in her heart just in case the matter might be true. And guess what? It was the destiny of Jesus to go to the cross, to die on the cross, and to be exalted above all his brothers and his sisters, to have a name that was above mary Mary's name to have a name that was above Joseph's name to be exalted and to be favored by all the community and all the people and all that jealousy that would have gone on with that but when he died his destiny became a blessing to his mother and his father and his brothers and to you and to me and we all have to now bow because he was lifted up because he met his destiny His destiny blessed all of us, even though folk didn't want to hear it. They didn't want to believe it, and they didn't want to receive it. But his destiny ended up blessing the whole world. That's why you got to keep on pressing and being driven by the destiny God has for you. Praise the Lord. You've been listening to
1: the radio broadcast ministry of Kettering Baptist Church under the leadership of Senior Pastor Bukas Sterling III. Where we minister in the spirit of excellence. We pray that you have been richly blessed by today's message. Financial contributions in support of this ministry are welcome. We thank you in advance for uniting with us in kingdom building. For a copy of this sermon on CD or to hear this message again on the web, please visit our website at KetteringMinistries.org and remember to reference the title or broadcast date. We hope that you have enjoyed our journey together. And we invite you to join us for one of our spirit-filled worship services, Sundays at 8 a.m. or 11 a.m. at our new edifice called the Legacy Center, located at 6909 Crane Highway, Upper Marlboro, Maryland. For additional information, go to our website at KetteringMinistries.org or contact our church office at 301-574-3515 Please join us again as Senior Pastor Bukas Sterling III and the Kettering Baptist Church family minister in the spirit of excellence.